Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward. Each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money-saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations worldwide. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I wanted to talk about fantasmic dessert parties. You hear a lot about people who add Illuminations dessert parties to their weddings, or they use them as a rehearsal dinner, or they have their cocktail hour, but you don't hear of a lot of fantasmic parties, but this is definitely an option. So today I asked Leslie Wayner to be on the show because she was recently married at Walt Disney World and added a fantasmic party to her event. So welcome, Leslie. Hi, thanks for having me. Well, thanks so much for being on the show today. I can't wait to hear about how you decided to do this and how it turned out. Uh, First of all, though, could you tell me and my listeners a little bit about your Disney wedding and your reception? We got married at September 2nd. It was a Sunday. We had a noon wedding at the Wedding Pavilion, along with a reception at the Grand Floridian. We had about 60 people that came down from Michigan and Chicago area, so mostly out-of-towners. And we decided to go ahead and have a fantastic dessert party just to cap off the evening. That's cool. So you had it on your actual wedding day. You didn't have it like the day before as a welcome party or something. Correct. It was actually on the wedding day. Since we got married at noon, the reception went till 6, and then we had to be at Fantasmic around 7.15. Okay. And then how did you choose Fantasmic? Because like I say, most people go for illuminations at Epcot. We chose Fantasmic because it is one of our favorite nighttime shows down there. We love Wishes, but as far as location-wise, we wanted something to have our guests experience in the park. And we think it's a little bit longer show than the typical illuminations. And we just wanted them to go and have a good time and kind of get that in-the-park experience and top off their day. That's a good point about Fantasmic because it is a longer show. And if you are a Wishes fan and not an Illuminations fan, Fantasmic might be a good sort of compromise because it has that fantastical element and it's sort of more bang for your buck. Exactly. I mean, the view is not the greatest as far as you are in the back of the amphitheater, But it is really nice to be inside in the show. It was really cool to have all the guests walking right in front of us because we were between the pathway and the actual stands. So everybody was congratulating us and being like, oh, you know, there's a wedding. And it was a very cool experience. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, that's a neat element of it because, yeah, with Illuminations, often you're so separated from the crowd that you wouldn't get that interaction. But if you want that interaction, it sounds like Fantasmic's the way to go. Exactly. And honestly, as a Disney bride, I've been to Disney many times before and rarely have I ever noticed a dessert party at Epcot just because they are kind of off to the side. And I guess I never really looked for it before. So it was kind of nice getting that special treatment and having people actually realize I was there. Oh, that's cool. Now, I know sometimes they try to kind of dissuade you from doing a Fantasmic dessert party because due to weather, it has a much higher chance of being canceled compared to like Illuminations. What was your backup option if the show was canceled? 
honestly, we didn't really have one. I really tried to stay positive about the whole experience and everything. We knew that we really wanted Fantasmic, and it was worth the effort and the little bit of stress that it caused us to go ahead with the show. We, since it is a live show, we knew that they were more likely to cancel it, even if it was just, like, the chance of a storm coming through. Like, a week up to the wedding or two, I just continuously watched the weather report, and I don't know if I thought I would tell my planner, like, we just want to cancel it, because you do have, like, the three days out or whatnot, or try to move it to somewhere else, but... We never really talked about a backup plan per se, but I think it was going to be in like the back lot or something. But I just tried not even to think about that. (laughs) And it worked out. That's great. It did. Now, what kinds of things did you have on your menu? Did you just go with a menu that they gave you or did you customize it? We pretty much went with one of their menus. I really am an ice cream fanatic, so we went ahead with an ice cream bar and all of the toppings. I even added, like, some extra toppings just that they didn't have and then went ahead and we still had, like, the cookies and the brownies and then we added fresh fruit just so it wasn't all kind of junk foodie. We didn't have alcohol or anything, but it was really cool because our guests could go down to the concession and buy alcohol if needed. So that was another perk about being right there at Fantasmic, too, that there was a concession stand and bathrooms really close by. Oh, that's a good point. Now, I'm desperately curious, what sort of things did you add to your Sunday bar? We just added, like, I tried to go with, like, all of the toppings as far as smashed up candy bars that we enjoy, like Butterfingers, and now I'm drawing a blank to what we actually did have, but, um, like, I like caramel, and then, like, the strawberry syrup, I had them do fresh strawberries. I don't know, I just tried to get different ideas. I think I had them do gummy bears, too, because it's not really something that people will put on their ice cream, but for some reason... We enjoy it. (laughs) That's fun, yeah. So it sounds like pretty much your imagination is the limit for what they can get for you. That's good. Yes, they were very well, and the work was very good. Now, did you add any decor, or did you figure the show was pretty much the main attraction? We figured the show was the main attraction. We thought about doing the glow cubes and stuff, but we decided not to do any decor, and they gave us the black tablecloth, and they actually added candles. I don't think that our guests really saw it differently as if we were to have decor versus not having decor. I think they were just so wrapped up into that we did get the VIP treatment by going backstage and being guided in by a tour, and then we were in before anybody else was allowed to be in. So, you know, they were just all mingling, and I think just Disney's presentation itself of the ice cream display and everything was kind of what they focused on rather than the decor. Right. Did you pay a viewing fee for all of your guests, or did some of them have park admission? Mostly we paid the viewing fee. A few had annual passes, like grandparents that have the Florida Residence Pass. We had a couple people that were cast members, so they used their tickets. We used our annual passes, but for the most part, we just paid the viewing fee. And that was a big issue that we found that we had with our guests of just not listening. Everybody kept saying, like, oh, you know, we don't want to spend to to get into the park. They thought they'd have to buy a ticket. So that's one thing just for brides to be aware of. Like, you really have to put it out there that, no, you know, like, this, we use the dessert party as our favor. Like, everybody up here in Michigan gives favors for coming to the weddings. We use the dessert party as our favor because who can say that they're like, oh, let's go into a park and have a dessert party and watch a show. Like, we thought that was pretty cool. That's a great idea. Yeah, so it was like a really big thing to keep saying, no, no, don't worry, you don't have to have a park ticket. Like, even the day of when we were getting ready to leave to go to Fantasmic, people were still like, 
okay, so do I need to buy like a park ticket when I get there? So <laughs> don't be discouraged. People will ask. <laughs> now, can you paint a picture for my listeners of how the event ran, like from the time the transportation picked you up through to the end of the show? We actually, I don't know, like I said, we're very different. And for some reason, I'm a, usually a very OCD, high-stress person. And I was totally calm on this day, which was awesome. But we actually did not do transportation. So we decided, you know, the reception gets over with at 6 at the Grand Floridian. We'll just take a bus from the Grand Floridian to Hollywood Studios, not charter it, nothing. So we did our last dance, and we all... You get ready, we go outside. We didn't even wait two minutes, and the Hollywood studio bus pulled up. And we went and got on. It was completely empty, so all of our guests got to go on. So it actually felt like a chartered bus. I guess it was just the luck that we had that day. But uh, once we got to Hollywood Studios, I didn't think we planned on being there that soon, so we were actually early. We did have to wait outside at the gate probably 15, 20 minutes. Which, for some of our guests, you know, with it being so hot at the beginning of September, it was a little hard on them. And then, of course, people were drinking throughout the day. So I think the little lull in the day was starting to make them tired. And then once we got the cast members who would take us back, uh, we were taken in down the boulevard there. And we, for some reason, they would not let us cut through the back of Fantasmic. Like, they usually open that up after the show. So we had to go completely down the boulevard and then kind of cut back towards Tower of Terror. And we walked back past the rock and roller coaster and went backstage that way. And that was kind of hard on our older guests. Halfway through, we would we had to get a couple wheelchairs because it was a pretty long walk. But then other than that, once we got backstage, we had to go up some stairs and we practically were right in our seating area. And then at the end of the show, did you feel like they were kind of scooting you out of there or you could still sit and talk or how did that go? At the end of the show, we were all talking and kind of just, I was, I went around, you know, and asked people how they enjoyed the show because I knew a lot of people hadn't seen that show yet. So they kind of let, for the most part, the crowd get out because they did open that back way then. So that way we exited out right at the park entrance. And since we were in the back, they kind of let most of the crowd go before they started to make sure that we could make our way out. Oh, that's cool. So what was your guest's reaction to the event? They were really happy with it. I think... My brother really loved that show, too, and so he was kind of talking it up to everybody, and I was just really nervous that people were like, oh, it wasn't as good as they thought, but a lot of the people went to parks beforehand as far as a couple days leading up to our wedding, and they said for sure that was the best show that they've seen. I think they really liked the inner, like, the action in the show. You got the fireworks, you got the performance, you got the water coming up with them playing movies on it. You got pretty much every Disney aspect in that show by them showing all the movies and all the characters coming out at the end. They just thought it was really cool. Oh, that's cool. And you touched on this a little bit before, but talk a little bit about the view of the show because the locations for the party are at the back of the theater and you kind of have, there's some like technical rigging that hangs down in front of some of the tops of the view. Does it matter? Do you think people still have a great time even though it's not maybe the ideal view? I think that looking at pictures, I was very nervous, which I actually think I saw pictures that you had on one of your plugs. I was very nervous exactly about the lights are hanging down and they kind of look like they're going to obstruct your view. But once we got there, it was daylight out. So, I mean, our guests could see that. But once it kind of started to get a little darker and everything, it didn't obstruct our view at all. They were Disney was really good, too, about 
making sure that people weren't stopping in front of us because, like I said, right in front of us was a walk path, and then in front of the walk path was the bleachers leading down. They were really good about making sure that people continued to walk by and nobody was stopping to obstruct our view any more than what it was already, but it was never a problem once the show started. Okay, that's good to know. Because, yeah, when I look at my pictures, I think, oh, but I had fun when I was there. I thought it was great. (laughs) Exactly. And there are two patios, so we did get the larger one, which is about right in the middle. The smaller one's a little off to the side of the larger one, but they're still really good views. That's cool. So then do you have any other tips for someone who might be thinking about adding a Fantasmic dessert party to their event? I think just go with what show you love the best. I mean, like I said, I know that we loved it the best because you are getting a little longer show and it's more interactive. I really like the crowd interaction too, continuously having people walk by and kind of having that moment. But just know in the back of your mind that you are taking that risk that it's a live show and it, it has a good chance of being canceled. Now, is there any place online where my listeners can go to read about or see photos of your wedding and your dessert party? I do have a few photos on the Diz Brides on the Facebook page, but other than that, I never really got around to finishing a blog or anything regarding your wedding. It kind of got a little hectic. (laughs) Well, yeah, maybe I can get some photos from you and put them on my site to go with this post. Certainly. That's the one thing, though. We do not have photography as far as professional photography come in, so it's just guest photos. They're not the greatest, but at least it shows the view and kind of how the setup was. That sounds great. Well, Leslie, thanks so much for taking the time to chat with me today. I think you've offered a lot of great tips for someone who might be thinking about this and painted a really good picture of how this would work because it's an option that you don't hear about a lot and you don't see a lot in photos. And so it's good to know that it really is a cool thing you can add to your wedding. My pleasure. And I hope more people start to choose it because it really was a great end to our day. That's our show for today. If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate the Disney Wedding Podcast on iTunes so that others will find it. You can also send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show's website. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons Guide. Available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at passporter.com slash weddings.asp or in print at passporter.com and amazon.com. <laughs>